Good afternoon, everyone. This is Sarah Chris with Connect Our Elders. And today I have Brenda Lee Smith, um, and she is a senior living advisor with Oasis Senior Advisors. Brenda, tell us about your background that, that led you to Oasis Senior Advisors. Thank you, Sarah. Um, hello, everybody. It's good to meet you. Uh, so I am Canadian and moved to San Diego four years ago. I used to, um, well, I am a nurse. I worked as an RN in Canada with my BSN. With a, I have a minor in psychology. So I initially started working in acute care like many RNs do. So I've done the, uh, you know, the acute care, the biology, the dementia, I mean, the diabetes, et cetera. But then I went on and I specialized in psychiatry, in acute psychiatry, and then went and worked in community mental health, working uh, in the community, doing uh, crisis intervention work with the hospitals in the community to be able to help maintain people outside of the hospital setting. Uh, so when we came to San Diego, I was trying to figure out what to do. And this was a nice branch because it allows me to use my background while also working with seniors that I've now developed a passion for. Mm -hmm. and, and to to add a little bit to that. So with Billy's background, um, you know, in, in the elder care space, even though the elder is the client, you're often you are providing support to the adult children. And, and there's always the family dynamics. And so I think with your background, it's very unique in being able to address those issues. Um, so tell me, tell me in the audience um, exactly what you do now um, and what makes you specifically qualified to do what you do. Okay, okay. Um, that's a good question. Uh, so I, um, I specifically work with families and seniors, helping them to find uh, the senior living environment to live in that best meets their needs. As we mm -hmm. age, we go, um, often we end up going through different transitions in life. And identifying what the best match is can be very challenging. Being a nurse allows me, especially with my background in mental health, allows me to be able to help them identify their needs. So often it's not about telling someone what they, their needs are. It's about them being able to identify themselves and be able to take ownership of it and mm -hmm. help them work through that so that they can understand what the best environment would be for them. And then because I work with the communities, I've, I've gone to them and talked to them and uh, evaluated them and assessed what their services are to really be a matchmaker for the community that meets the client's needs, whether it's personality, geography, psychology, um, interest, care, et cetera. There are definitely a lot of factors when it comes to making this decision. So yes. it's important to, to take an advisory role versus, okay, let's just look at geographic territory and your budget. There's a lot of other factors that need to be considered. Um, exactly. What? What is the cost of your service and how do you get compensated? Okay, so one of the things that drew me to this, you know, with my nursing background and being from Canada, of course, is socialized medicine. The idea of having to charge the client, the senior directly, didn't really fit with my value system. So mm -hmm. what I like is that I'm able to be work with the client. They do not pay me any fee. My compensation comes from the senior living community that they move into. So whatever senior community that is, and that allows me then to be able to be an advocate for the senior, because it doesn't matter which community they choose, as long as it's all about meeting the needs of the individual. So mm -hmm. it, I, I like that freedom of being able to say, well, this community is better for this reason, and this one for this reason. So let's help match you the best we can. So the more information I have about you, the better we can match you with the specific community. And it's better for the community because then they have people being referred that are actually really appropriate for them 
and it's more successful uh-huh. and sustainable. And that will stay because it's not unheard of that a senior gets placed into a community and then it ends up not being the right fit. So, that, so that's not good for the community, right? It's a turnover, yeah. but also it, it can be very traumatic for the elder to have to and keep the family. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, and then the family, the guilt involved because they didn't have a good experience because they weren't matched with the right location. So that doing a really good understanding, even just interests. You know, if somebody's a mountain man who's more introverted, I'm not going to put him in a big cosmopolitan community on the beach. <laughs> That's a good example. Um, how? So why should somebody use you, Brenda Lee, versus trying to figure it out on their own? Well, uh, there's a lot. There's a. I think I bring a lot of benefit to the family and to the and to the client. Uh, there are between independent livings, assisted livings, the broad spectrum of senior living communities. There are a vast number in San Diego County. So mm-hmm. being having to go through that process on your own, and even just being a, given a list, say of twenty, to have to then try and figure out what do I look for, what don't I look for. It's easy to be taken um, to be. Uh, overwhelmed by the beautiful amenities of a community but that's not that those are not necessarily the primary things that we're looking for especially as care needs increase we want to look at programming we want to look at those sorts of things Mm -hmm. additionally just because you know my neighbor put her mom there and it might have been a really good match for her doesn't mean it's a good match for my mother because my mother's needs may be very different she may Mm -hmm. be be a very different personality so Mm -hmm. just having something that our neighbor or our friend refers or even the physician, because the physician doesn't have the opportunity to go and visit and see the broad spectrum of opportunities. You know, mm-hmm. even to our other um, ancillary services that are absolutely wonderful, um, often their focus is different. So they don't have the opportunity to see as many options. And the okay. fact that I go and every single place I work with, I have personally gone to and evaluated. Although I will say during this COVID time when I'm having to evaluate new communities virtually, it's a little bit more challenging that I, all of them I've said, I will come back to you physically when I'm able to. Right. And I think that, I mean, we're all experiencing the challenges of that. So you're not yeah, alone right. there. Um, so you had mentioned all of the, the bells and whistles of communities, right? All the amenities. It can be very attractive, and a lot of people may want to base their whole decision on that, but um, I'm not sure. I can't remember how you said it, but I think of it as the continuum of care, right? Because if it's not going to support the care needs as as our elders decline, right, then it's possible they may have to find a new community when uh, maybe family, that's not what they want for their loved one or the elder themselves doesn't want it. So, so it's important to understand the care aspect of these, of these communities. Exactly. And one of the, one of the things, say, for example, if I have someone's with Parkinson's and I understand what type of Parkinson's they are and how fast the progression of the condition is, we can do look a little bit at sustainability of placement because somebody might say, well, he's really high functioning right now, really independent living. But if we talk about the progression of the condition, you know, we're saying, look, in three to five to 10 years, how often do you want your father to move? How much do we want to look at sustainability within one community? Those are <laughs> things that we want to look at and to look at the future programming that's available for that person. So sustainable placement to me is really important. Most None of us like change a lot, and it does become harder as we get older. So the change of a move is very stressful. We don't want to bring that on somebody as any more than necessary, especially if we have pre-existing conditions like dementia or MS or some other factor, which can be affected by stress as well. 
Mm -hmm. that, that's great. I've actually never heard it termed sustainable placement before. So uh, I absolutely love that. How how quickly can you help someone find a place? Um, so I want you to answer that question, but also um, I think it's important to also point out to the audience that it's okay to start looking even if it's two years in advance, right? And do proactive planning. So, so first part of the question, um, how quickly can you help someone? Um, well, you know, we've had people who I get a phone call and, you know, my the father's being discharged the next day from the post-acute skilled nursing and we need to do it overnight. And we've done that. Uh, for sure, it is more difficult to do that. What I was talking about with that perfect match and that sustainable placement because mm -hmm. when it's quick like that, we have to find vacancy as well. And mm -hmm. the truth is, is that sometimes the perfect match doesn't, or, and I don't know about perfect being the right word, but the best match doesn't necessarily have any vacancy available at this time. So often mm -hmm. we will say, look, let's give this, this one is good. You know, I'm not going to work, refer to one that's not good. Let's try, see if it works. And if it doesn't, you know, we will do our best to make it work. One of the things I do is to work with them through the transition after the move. So I remain available to the family to help them troubleshoot with the community because often mm -hmm. they've developed a relationship with me and they don't yet know the community. And it's good for the community as well, because if they're having challenges with the family, sometimes I can address it a little bit differently because we've developed that rapport and that relationship. So you stay involved as a liaison. Uh, that, that's wonderful because there's, it's only natural to think that there's going to be that adjustment period. That's so, right. Kimberly, thank you so much for your expert advice. Um, if people have questions about what you do um, or if they have a loved one, um, possibly that they need your help with, how can they reach you? Um, well, I do have my website. It's um, Oasis Senior Advisors, Coastal San Diego. So if they go on the Oasis Senior Advisors website, they can certainly find me there. I also have uh, my business line. My is man 24 hours a day. Um, my cell phone, I do try to, you know, give myself a little bit of time at night. So if you call my cell, it'll likely be daytime hours that I'll answer that. So okay. um, maybe we can post those when we post the video. 760-688-7618 is my, is my office number. Okay. Can you say that again? 760-688-7618. And that Wonderful. is the office number. Thank you. Well, everybody that tuned in, um, thank you for listening. And I will be sure to repost this video with Brenda Lee's contact information in her website. Again, I'm Sarah Christ with Connect Our Elders. And Connect Our Elders is all about just like it says in the name, providing connection to resources for elders. And Brenda Lee is definitely a vetted resource in the San Diego community. She has a phenomenal reputation. So if you have a need when it comes to placement, please feel free to reach out to her or reach out to me and I'll be sure to provide the direct connection for you. Thank you so much, Brenda Lee. Thank you very much. Bye. Have a good day.